Well, now we're all back together And we're burning up the road And that old sheriff's out there dogging us again He thinks he's really got it cooking Plans to do a lot of booking The only trouble, he keeps looking Where we've already been So if I can keep it on the ground
alligator and just use one hand. That's all he got left. Call the alligator, bitch.
Because I'm wearing my black and, and yellow core short shirt. So I decided, you know what? Little ode to Jerry Reed and Smokey and the Bandit with the shirt on. And then we got Dwight Yoakam to play today. So uh, very, very interesting choice in the music uh, so far. Hope you're doing good on this Thursday morning. Lots to talk about, including the last night. Jesus. That's all I'm going to say right now is last night. Jesus, fucking a, really on Jimmy Kimmel? Come on, what what? The, and and honestly, I made it through three minutes. Three minutes. I'm very proud of myself. Before I said I just got, I got to turn this hogwash off. Uh, and I and I tried to watch it this morning. So lots and lots and lots and lots to get to. Um, let me say good morning to people because I want to make sure everybody's here for some some. Uh, some early stuff here in the show. Uh, let's see. First one here today was uh, Scott. Scott, first one in the house. Good morning, Arnie and Ass Family. What's up, Scott? How you doing? Straight Fire says, Happy Thursday, y'all. We are in for another great show. You goddamn right, y'all. You better strap in. 
Uh, Andrew says, morning, family. Is the asteroid here yet? <laughs> Hashtag vote apocalypse. Man, <laughs> I, I wish. After that, that garbage last night, I, I, mean, I mean, honestly, that last night was just a joke. But like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it here. Uh, oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is in the house. Ah, uh, scoozy. Babbity boopy. Kid calls, huh? Babbity boopy. You know I don't speak Spanish. Ah, there you are. Okay, all right. You're trying out new languages. Okay, good morning to you. I hope you have a great day. Andrew says, uh, I haven't heard this Louisiana jam in a long time. Yes, uh, good old Jerry Reed and Amos Moses. Named it after the man of the cross. Named him Amos Moses. Uh, let's see. Oh, look that. Uh, Sassy pay me the, the show wrecking, home wrecking, um, communist. I forgot I had to add one in, uh, what that wants to punch me while I'm down. Well, good morning to you. I'm, I'm sure you want to besmirch the great Burt Reynolds and Smokey and the bandit while you're at it too, but good morning to you. Dominic says, good morning all Friday Eve, almost here. Swoosh says, morning ass family. What's up, Swoosh? How you doing, bud? All right. Now. We have a major, 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 major... Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I, I mean, you need to listen right now. Yes, it's back. Now, we need patriotic music to play in the background of this. Because happening soon, and it'll run twice a week just like it did before, ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. The triumphant return. start again with just my children and my wife. Thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Oh, you are Cause dying the flag to know. still stands for freedom, and they can't take that Tellably. away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because this summer, the show that we all know and love and missed is coming back. Woo! Live PD is coming back. Holy shit! Oh! Oh my god! Live PD! It'll be called On Patrol Live! Oh, God bless Dan Abrams! He's coming back, hopefully Styx is coming back, hopefully the whole gang is coming back, because I'll be back! Friday and Saturday nights, live PD or on patrol, I don't care, but it's coming back on the Reels channel. This is after it was pulled off after the bullshit George Floyd. Oh, and you know what that means. That means the dog attacks will be back. Woo! This is such a good day to be alive. This is one day I'm rooting against the asteroid. 
And that's probably when the asteroid's going to hit. Like two minutes before, li- or it'll happen like two minutes after Live PD started. And Garo Brown will be back on. And then, asteroid. Oh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Garrow Brown comes back there. <laughs> You're out. You know, you can follow him on Instagram. He has quite a, a, a large following. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. We'll write back to you, my friend. Becca. Uh, let's see. Oh, my gosh. Looky there. Hangtown Jen is in the house. Good morning, Hangtown Jen. Uh, uh, do you know what a rusty pelican is? A worn-out, disgusting snatch. They are mostly found attached to dirty sluts and appear in their natural habitat of college bars after 2 a.m. May also be used to identify a vagina carrying an STD. When a woman gets on her knees and put the male's testicles underneath her tongue, then flaps her arms like their wings. Those are all different definitions of the rusty pelican. Sassy Pammy says, I know, I know, woo, live PD, uh... Uh, your ass says, hold up, will there be, yeah, uh, you just answered my question, Woot. I do follow him, giggity. I'll be the one to say, fuck George Floyd. Okay, Elon buys Twitter, then we get live PD back. What's next? We don't want to know. Just keep the good shit coming. Ogre Buenos Dias, and I'm glad you're here, because you have provided us with the video of the morning. Holy shit. Um. Man, people sent me stuff. I got a story from from uh, from Swoosh and from uh, Christopher coming up here in a little bit. But holy shit, man. This is a video that is worth making the call right here. It's a couple of bears, and they're fighting like on this mountaintop. So here we go. All right. Uh, you can't hear a lot. The bears are going at it. They're fighting on this, this rugged terrain of rock and barely a little grass. The one bear seems to have an advantage over a little bear. We'll call it Yogi versus Boo-Boo. Yogi is winning. Oh, he's dangling Boo-Boo over the side. Oh, my God, the bear is hanging over the side of the mountain. Oh, there they go. They both go down. Good God almighty. They're roly-poly all the way down. Holy shit. That bear is fucked up. Oh, that bear is just laying there going, ow, ow. The other bear's up, and he's walking around like, oh, that wasn't too bad. By God, that broke him in half. <laughs> I mean, shit, that was good stuff right there. Oh, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was a slobber knocker like at a beer joint in Muskogee on a Saturday night. Oh, man. You think Matthew McConaughey was the designated survivor while Joe was on Kimmel? This, all right, let's get into it, shall we? We, we got the fun stuff out of the way that live PD's coming back, and we have bears that are fighting on the sides of mountains. As Paul Harvey would say, and now the rest of the story. Yeah, that need, I, I did. Holy shit! There it is. There we go. Thank you, Ogre. By the way, for selling that. <laughs> I mean, that was sending that video. That was great. Uh, all right. Anybody watch it last night? Anybody watch 
Joe Biden on Jimmy Kimmel. I, I, I recorded it. Um, fast forwarded through his monologue. I didn't, I, I don't care about his fucking monologue. I don't care anything that, that Jimmy Kimmel has to fucking say because Jimmy Kimmel's just a bag of shit. Um, so I, I get to when Joe is brought out. And, and I guess I fast forward to the point where he didn't walk out from, like, the, the crowd. He was just sitting there, and they, they panned back with the camera. I guess it has something to do with either the, the bright lights might cause him to have, you know, a, a fit, or it's a security issue. So he's sitting there, and then they start their little interview, and, of course, Jill's there to make sure she waves at everybody while wearing her mask. Yes, Jill's wearing a mask. So then, you know, Jimmy Kimmel goes, well, they're going to accuse me of not asking you any hard questions, so I'm going to ask you. You know, a couple years ago, you were talking about, you know, guns and things like this, and uh, nothing's really happened, so what are we doing? That That's considered a hard question? Really? That's considered a tough question? Jimmy Kimmel, you are a failure. You are a failure, and you are a letdown to every broadcaster who... And I know it was all taped to where he had to go along with it, even though I know he'd want to go along with it. It's bullshit. Ask this man some real questions. Don't ask him these these, these pomp and these easy questions that he can throw in one of his cool little, you know, sassy phrases. I promise you, the president has a big stick. You know, I mean, thank God he didn't say that last night. Uh, do I know what a rusty pelican is? My name is the Flying Tetanus. I think I know it. Um. Okay. All right. Uh, do we get sticks too, uh, or is he too busy with the twenty-five-year-old model? Yeah, no shit. I can't wait until that that the uh, the live PD is back. Uh, Geico to pay five point two. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I have that. You're out. I have that story. Thank you very, very much. I think that's one of my last stories today. Um, watching this quote-unquote hard-hitting interview as long as I could watch it, everything came back to the same thing. This is all Donald Trump's fault, and it's all the Republicans' fault. Nobody, once again, someone was asked a question, and the question asker who doesn't have a spine doesn't have the courage to say, that's not the question I asked. What's being done? Not what was done in the past or anything like that, but what's being done now. See, they don't have the balls to do that. Instead, he goes back and talks about a bill he wrote in the 90s uh, that then he blamed the Bush administration for getting rid of. And, of course, how Donald Trump just played around with the Constitution of the United States, which I thought was fucking rich. That's when I had to turn it off, when he said how he used to like to play around with it. Nobody has played around with the Constitution of the United States more than Joe Biden has. Case in point. Why didn't Jimmy Kimmel, and and I understand why, I understand. Please don't anybody say I'm sure his questions had to be approved. I understand. These are the things we're yelling, though. 
Why didn't he ask him, why is the Department of Justice not doing anything to protect the Supreme Court justices of the United States of America? When a man showed up and was on the property of Judge Kavanaugh, and yesterday we reported that that man, quote unquote, that man, was doing it over Roe versus Wade. Oh, no. No, no. He said he wanted to make a name for himself. There were two marshals at his home, and and that's the normal, Triple T, that's the normal. The, the Supreme Court justices are protected members of society. And they usually have Secret Service or U.S. Marshals to protect them at all times. But everybody who marched at their house, which I'm, I'm seeing pictures of right now at Brett Kavanaugh's house in Chevy Chase, Maryland. And there are police officers standing in front of them. Some lady's walking with a, a, clo- a, a hanger. They should all be arrested. You cannot protest or you you can't try to intimidate a member of the Supreme Court. You can't intimidate the lawyers. You can't intimidate witnesses. This is all against the law, yet they haven't done anything. Where was that question last night? Because this man had a Glock on him. Oh, wait a second. I'm so sorry. Since it's not an AR, which I guess no Democrats ever invested in that, the air, air rifle or what? AR does not stand for assault rifle. It's the name of the company. I, air, air right, I, I, I don't know the name of it, and I don't care. Did they not invest in that and they're not getting kickbacks from it? Because there are plenty of school shootings that have happened with handguns. Armalite, thank you very much, Ogre. It's, it, it's Armalite. Joe, did watching Butters suck popsicles on South Park turn you on? (laughs) This kind of partisan application of justice and law enforcement will lead to further violence and tension between the left and the right. Civil War 2.0, here we come. It it amazes me. Can you imagine? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Let's play the dumb game that we hate. Usually we do it with Donald Trump. How about this one? What do you think would be the outcry if a bunch of people showed up 10 years ago, hell, five years ago, at Ruth Bader Ginsburg's house? Oh, I know. I I, I already know. They'd all be arrested. Hell, half of them would probably still be in jail. And, and and here's the here's the true travesty of it all. Tonight on primetime television, I don't know if it's on all the networks, and if it is, I'm sorry, watch cable. They are going to have a January 6th quote-unquote hearing tonight, and they're going to have witnesses speak and all this kind of stuff. Really? 
So the insurrection, which I agree was terrible, it was horrible, and those people should be arrested. What about this? What about this? Well, your president's out in Hollywood doing talk shows, and not even the top-rated one. I know that he'll probably be number one for last night, but how great would it be if, like, a a rerun of (laughs) Jimmy Fallon beat him? Joe, why is under your administration pedophilia becoming decriminalized? Gee, I wonder if the January 6th hearings will reach a climax somewhere in the weeks leading up to the midterms. I know, isn't that weird? But once again, once again, not really a big deal about a guy showing up at a Supreme Court justice's home armed, wanting to kill him to, quote, make a name for himself. (sighs) By the way, it happened again. Oh, oh, dear God, and there's video of it. Oh, here we go. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Not again, Joe. Oh, dear God. Well, yes. Here's a song about a brawny paper towel. I think the voters sent a clear message last night. Both parties have to step up and do something about crime as well as gun violence. What about inflation? And I said, as you recall, How about gas prices? the first major bill we passed, we gave the states and localities billions of dollars, billions of dollars to have, and encouraged them to use it to hire police officers and reform the police department. Very few have done it. And then up the stairs he goes, and whoops-a-daisy! Oh, he tripped again! Oh, God damn it, Joe. You can't do that again. I've done it. There you go. Step up. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think he got confused on the left-right part. Oh, my God. I totally agree. This country is doomed. It really is, Joe. Holy shit, he fell upstairs again. I mean, I like, like if if I'm interviewed, I'm be like, let me ask you something, Mr. President. Are you okay? Are they holding you against your will? Blink twice, sir, if you're afraid. He didn't trip the ghost of Gerald Ford was fucking with him. Oh, my God. Uh, Let's just real quick before we get to, oh, what could, oh, uh, you know what? We might have something to add today. this This is such a glorious morning because we might have someone to add. And I don't know if we've ever had anybody, like, during the course of the show, to the wall of stupid people. But before we get to that, the wall of stupid people, let me, let me write down the wall. Okay. 
I, along with probably you guys and the rest of America, are sick and tired of school shootings. Now, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy sent me a text saying he has an end to it, and we'll be hearing from Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy in the next segment. I've outlined my, my, my program to give to people to say this is the way that I think it should be done. I think the first thing that we do before we start fighting over mental health and guns, because we know that this is going to be a long battle, is the first thing that we should do is actually secure the schools. How about that? That's something we can all agree on, right? We need to secure the schools. Now, this is where we can get into our arguments and our our bickering back and forth about if teachers should be armed or what. I will go for this. Uh, I was given this piece of uh, this this idea I think is great to go along with the three armed people that we have at the door. And when I say armed, they have a gun. It's not like that we're we're building, you know, we have sand by, you know, sandbags up with a 50 caliber machine gun up there. This is going to be set up just like the airport, except they're going to be armed. Everything goes through. One way, one way in. And if, if it's a higher rent school district, then guess what? You can have two, but you only have one door. For each door, you have three armed guards. Okay? Maybe in elementary schools, it, it's two. We'll see. We, we do that, and then we lock all the doors from the outside. You can't get in from the outside. Now, if one of those doors is open during school hours, an alarm will go off, and there are cameras there to pick up who comes in and who, who goes out of those doors. And you will suffer great penalties if you do use those doors. There's a fire. There's a way to unlock the doors to where you can open them from the outside, but everybody's going to be running out. So there you go. And then this was proposed to me, and I said, I don't have a problem with this. If there is an undercover, if you will, armed patrol, a police officer, whatever, who's either working as, I don't know, a janitor or somewhere in the school, maybe a coach or something like that, but yes, to have it, I do not have a problem with that. I don't think every teacher needs to be armed. You know, Mrs. Gertrude, who's been teaching freshman English for the last 60 years, doesn't need to have a Glock in her desk. But this is my, and, and I'm willing to listen to other people. But in my opinion, this is the first and most important thing to do is secure the schools. Yes, teachers should have arms. Class takes forever and they have to write on the chalkboard with their foot. I would have three to five police on campus during school hours. That, 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 that's, a, that's fine by me. But see, here's the problem. This is where we have to throw 
the monkey wrench in the whole situation. Because do you know why they're not going to do this? Do you want to know why? I just figured it out. I just had an epiphany. Do you know why that nobody is talking about this, but they'd rather go after the guns? Because then there's a certain amount of people on a certain side of the fence that would have to say, we need to refund the police. So which one's more important to them? The safety of the, uh, our children or them saving face? I already know what the answer is, and it has nothing to do with our fucking kids. This is an easy solution to a problem that I, I fucking abhor. I hate that kids have to worry about this. I hate that parents have to worry about this. I don't wish this worry on anybody. But if we ban guns or schools, that's safe? The answer, of course, is fuck no, they're not. Well, we've banned guns, yet there was another school shooting. Well, how in the blue fuck can that happen? And by the way, it will. My 12th grade English teacher with a gun would have been as safe as Joe Biden on stairs. <laughs> All right. Now, because we know that nothing's going to get done, this is going to be a dog or cat chasing their tail around the house for an hour, 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 an hour. Because we're not gonna get we're not gonna get rid of guns. No matter how much Matthew McConaughey cries and other celebrities fucking shake their fists, America is reaching out to them and telling them all to shut the fuck up. We're not going to hire more police because too many Democrats have tried to defund the police and they will lose their entire identity based on that. So that's not gonna happen. So once again, it's going to be a bunch of yapping, and kids' lives will still be in danger. I think the answer is to ban school shootings. Bam. Done. I loved it. I love that. Yes. If we ban it, it goes away. (laughs) All right. And what truly could be One of, if not the dumbest things ever said. Now, this is saying a lot because we have a wall of stupidity. This wall of stupidity has has shown us true stupid, stupid people, including... Why have astronauts never been to the sun? Like, I get it, like, it's hot and all, but, like, go at night, like, when there's not a fire in the sky, because then it won't be hot, and then you can go... I know, I know. You're you're sitting there going, wait a second, that you, you won't, huh? Then our next one is an advertisement for a new eye drop. If your vision is not clear, do not drive or use machinery. Contact your doctor immediately if you have sudden vision loss. Like if all of a sudden I lose the ability to see, I think I might be contacting a doctor. But thank you for reiterating that at the end of your advertisement. And then you got this moron. 
since it's vegan because it's strawberry milk and not like cow milk. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. I mean, we're, we're ramping it up now. That's why I asked the question. It's hard to believe that somebody chasing you uh, is going to beat you uh, to death. Uh, why he, else was he chasing him, Chris? Probably to, to get him and beat him up, hurt him. Boy, oh boy, nothing gets past Chris Cuomo. I mean, nothing. And then you have this moron of a reporter. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. That's right. The person that was killed was not able to be reached for comment. And then there is the epitome of stupidity. What do you think about Hitler? Um, I don't know who that is or what he does. I'm assuming that's some kind of rapper. But um, I'm, I'm assuming he's some kind of big rapper. You can tell it's like a rapping name. Y'all come up with all type of names. <laughs> but whoever he is, um, I'm sure he's amazing, right? Because I like his name, to be honest. Hitler. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I go to the show that we hate very much on this show called The View, and I give you Joy Behar. There are three That's simple changes her. I tell all of my arthritis patients. We, we, we really Number don't one, care. You have to start drinking more. Yeah, more yes, water. but the Republican Party already has said, many of them, that taking those AR-15s off the market it's a no, no starter. Okay, let me just say this I mean, quick. it's me, all about the guns, all right? Can I just say this real quick as a gun owner? Yeah. There are people in this country that genuinely own guns just and just wait. do so for the same reason that we all sit up. An AR-15? No, let me tell you. Okay, let me give you a story. There's a man in Connecticut that watched his neighbor have a home invasion and watched his whole, their whole family get killed. He built his own AR-15 because Connecticut won't let you buy them, but you can abide by rules that allow you to build them. And then he has one in his house to protect his family because he never wants to see that happen again. He is a black man. It's odd. Most AR-15 owners are former military, okay. 35 plus Let me say one more thing. So that's all I'm saying okay. is that they're yeah. not once, crazy people. Okay. Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. Now, now you, you, let, let me run that back for you one more time, shall I? Hold on. I have to get my ro- recording device up here as well. Um Here's the thing. Once black people get guns in this country, the gun laws will change. Trust me. That's That's what happened with the Black Panthers. Now, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm not sure. I, I have to export this audio. Uh, let's see. Uh, choose that. All right. Let's email this to myself. Yeah, we're we're adding joy. Oh boy. Idiot. All right, there it is. All right, we've sent the email now. We're all golden here. Now let's discuss the stupidity of that, shall we? <laughs> I mean, she she said gun laws will change once black people get guns in this country. 
<laughs> By the way, the woman that was talking before her, who was talking about being a gun owner, and that she's black, and the story she was telling about a man who built his own AR-15, also black. But gun laws will change in this country once them colored folk get guns. Holy shit. I mean... Golly! I didn't realize that, that all you have to have is a pulse to work on the view. Triple CT says, I'm a bit late, but what blows my mind about school grounds is not even a CCW permit can hold, uh, cannot possess a firearm on any school property, including universities, only law enforcement. CCW holders statistically abide by the law ten times more than any other citizens. Don't you understand? This has nothing to do with law. This has nothing to do. This is all. This is another part of this whole control thing. All these gun laws they're passing, the only people these laws hurt are actual law-abiding gun owners. If truth wants to be told, I would imagine there are a lot of people on that side of the aisle that want guns just abolished. Gone. Destroyed which we all know will never happen. There are far too many guns to fail. That reporter's still waiting on a statement from Kobe regarding his crash. God, I want to slap that dumb bitch. Don't shoot the schools. Shoot the view. Joy Behar all up in there with a mint julep and fan telling them to pick and cotton. Uh-oh, so Joy's saying Chicago and Baltimore are only white people? I guess. Good morning, Alicia. Hope that you are doing well as well this morning. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Did y'all miss me? I've been so busy at work. Yes, we have missed you. Because the stupidity is just running rampant on the show today. Oh, I I love it. I, I think it's so fantastic that so many stupid people are allowed on TV now. And so many people get their news from these stupid people like Joy Behar. I I know I shouldn't pay attention to her, but when she says stuff like laws will change when black people, does she not think that black people have guns in this country? Has she ever heard of a, a group called Veterans? There are a lot of black veterans who own guns legally. Well, who do you think doesn't have AR-15s? Honey. Spin this. I mean, somebody said it. Who said the Chicago and Baltimore thing? Go to Chicago this weekend and see all the different guns that are being used there. I, I, guns are never going to go anywhere. Like, this is going to be a fight. This is one of those stupid fights that we're just going to have forever. 
Because it makes you know why? Because obviously it makes money for both sides. So here we are yelling till we're blue in the face about shit, and nothing's going to change. How about this? How about okay? I I can live with the fact that nothing's going to change. I don't like that. I think that's weak, but okay. Nothing. How about we 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 safen up the schools? You want to make part, parts of town bad and all that kind of stuff? Go right ahead. And you want to further your gun agenda that way? Go right ahead. Just just stay away from the schools. Uh, yes, I remember the D.C. sniper. Uh, military guy who, like, brainwashed a, a younger fella, and they hid in the back of a, a car. They were in the trunk, and he was shooting people. Shot, like, like, 15 people, something like that. I mean, it was crazy. Everybody says he was, you know, they call him a serial killer, and he was, kind of. That's not kind of a cool serial killer. Serial killers got to kill him in a better way than a gun. They were black. Yes, yes, they were black. Statistically, and here's the funny thing. Statistically, black people do not commit serial killing. Um, It's few and far between. You had D.C. Sniper. And then you had the uh, the guy that was killing all the black hookers. It was a truck driver. He was black, too. Not many black serial killers. That's something us honkies have down, down to a science because we're all fucked up. Um, speaking of good things that happened yesterday, the DA of San Francisco, Chelsea Boudin, was recalled. They kicked him out because he's too lackadaisical on crime. And, of course, he comes out and blames the right-wing billionaires. Uh, can, can somebody point to me a right-wing billionaire in San Francisco? A, a right-wing billionaire. Is he talking about Elon Musk? Um, murders have raised 11% and stores are forced to shut down uh, now because people are robbing them in daylight. People are going into fucking Neiman Marcus in San Francisco and Union Square, busting displays open and stealing shit because they know nobody's going to do anything. Makes me want to go to downtown San Francisco. Hell, I know if they ain't going to chase me, I'm going to get me some some of them red-bottom shoes, some of them Christian Louboutin. I'm going to steal every damn bottle of Tom Ford cologne they have and sell it because that shit stinks. I don't know about y'all, but... What in the fuck has happened in the fragrance world? Yeah, I, I mean, I, honestly, like when I was a kid, you know, you go out, you do your, your your Friday and Saturday night, either roller skating or you go to a teen club or whatever growing up back in the day. And, of course, you got to play the cologne game. And back then, the, the winter and obvious overwhelming choice was that disgusting fucking green polo. Thank God for Obsession and then Drakkar Noir. And cologne has always been a bit pricey, but I I I went I was I was curious. 
because there's only a couple colognes that I'll wear. Eight and Bob, and that's a fancy dancy one. That one's pretty pricey. I got I got to admit that that one's pricey, and I got a an awesome bottle for Christmas. Thank you, Braddy Kid, because it's very hard to find. I wear that, and I wear uh, this stuff called Gendarme V, and then Pleasures is the my go-to one. That's that's the ultimate easy one that I can wear. Those three, that's it. So uh, I went to the store. I was at like I don't know. I I guess we we're at we were at Neiman Marcus at North Park, and I walked back there to smell some of that Tom Ford. I sprayed some of that on the thing. It literally it smelled like turpentine. And I said, "How much is that bottle?" And I think this was their you know their their hints of leather or something. Yeah, the bottle was like five hundred and eighty dollars. I said for cologne. $580 for cologne? And it wasn't a big bottle. It was like $580. So I'm going to go and rip off all the damn Tom Ford, and I'll sell it for half price. Because I was at that, that like, uh, a couple months later, I was looking for uh, the Pleasures, because I'd ran out. And we went to one of them, like, uh, boutique places that has everything. This old boy was buying some Tom Ford in there. I'm like, you want to smell like turpentine? Just go to a fucking work site. Man. I'm going to be on point with gifts. You're so lucky. Yes, I, I am quite lucky. Um, if you try to shop, stop shoplifters, you get fired. Fucking hey, man. Let's go to San Francisco. Ho, 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 Man, I know I... Fuck, I know I said I'd do it in, in, in Sacramento, and I and I kind of busted on that. You take me to, see, take me to Neiman Marcus, I'm going to get me $900 worth of shit. Uh-huh. So there you go. But but now they'll have a, D, a new DA. Thank God. Goodbye, you idiot. Oh, here, here's his speech. His here's a song about a brawny paper towel. When a little Van Gogh draws on your door, or a little bit no, of goo drops. No. Yeah! You got recalled, bitch! Why are people cheering him? Yeah, you got recalled! This re- was never about one vote count. It was never about one election night party. It was never about specifically which person. Gets to be in the office of the district attorney. This is a movement, not a moment in history. That's a terrible line. Jesus. Forget gun laws. How about we ban people from spraying themselves in a gallon of cologne or perfume? Fuck that shit makes me sick walking behind some young dude who thinks he's in a club. It's Target, you fucking moron. There should be classes. Literally, I, I mean, honestly, look, as a young feller... Hey, I, I look, we, we, there's a struggle with cologne. This is one of those guy teaching moments that you have to have. Where uh, a little of do you, you, you spray once on, on, on one wrist, and then you don't rub it in, you just pat it to the other wrist, and boom, there you go. Maybe two squirts, that's it. You got motherfuckers fucking patting themselves down in this shit. Boy, and back in the day when they did that, because every young guy has done that. When they would do that with that old green old green polo, oh, God, that stuff will make you fucking gag. Holy shit, that was bad. 
We used to spray uh, as many colognes and perfumes we could on the most clueless friend we had. <laughs> they would walk through the mall. Do not get me started with perfumes and colognes on airplanes. It permeates, and I'm very sensitive to perfume and cologne. Not a fan of either. Yeah, on a plane, that's pretty bad. You don't you don't spray that shit on in a plane. That'd be like putting hairspray on in a plane. Can you imagine some lady throwing a little Aquanet up in her beehive? Everyone in higher education has a medical allergic reaction to scent now, so they tell us not to wear stuff at most colleges. All right. I always get stuck next to the lady wearing fucking white diamonds. Is that the bad one for chicks? Is that like the green polo? Oh, by the way, by the way, I saw the, uh, uh, there's a new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix called The Hustler. I'm not going to waste time doing it, a review on it. I know that Christopher is going to be reviewing Jurassic Park, and I might see it this weekend. Um, but the new Adam Sandler movie, Hustler, on Netflix, not too bad. A, a good Netflix. I, I'm just kind of tired of Adam Sandler making, you know, not funny movies. This isn't a serious, serious movie, but it's not a, a comedy either. Uh, let's see. Nothing is as bad as T-Rose. That shit burns the eyes literally. I had one girl run away from me and a colleague because the colleague had used lavender shampoo. Thank God every day of existence I work from home. I hated being in the office and having to smell every stank-ass perfume women put on. We're at work, not trying to score sex. Take a shower and wash your cooch instead of putting your nasty-ass perfume. I hate all that shit. <laughs> so Fire says, I like the Hustle movie. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. I mean, it was kind of cool. Great story. Oh, it's called The Hustle? Okay, not The Hustler. I didn't know what it was. I, I, you're lucky I got even that part of it right. Uh, the last movie, uh, Sandler movie, Jim's, was really good. Oh, I hated that one. I hated that movie where he played the diamond dealer. I, I, y'all, I Look, and I have argued with people, and I'm not going to argue. I didn't like it. Y'all can like it, though. That's fine. New episode of The Offer. Oh, that's right. Comes out today. Fantastic. I watched the new uh, Obi-Wan yesterday. That Obi-Wan show is getting better each week. One building even has signs on the outdoor saying, please don't come in if you're scented. Well, like, how far does that go? Like, can you wear soap and deodorant? Which is not like perfume and cologne. Yeah, I had to fill up my truck at Costco yesterday, 125. Ours was 111 last week. Yeah, good times. And it was 111 at Bucky's. Jesus. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, I just didn't like Jim's. I, I thought it was slow. I didn't like his character. I, I thought his character was a, a degenerate fucking loser. And I it, and honestly, like, Adam Sandler to me shouldn't be playing the role as degenerate loser in a movie. It's like the, the Will Ferrell released a movie, Everything Must Go, where he plays like this alcoholic who lives on his front lawn. And it was it was awful. 
Because I don't want to look at Will Ferrell and look at him as a degenerate. You know, you, you kind of look at him and go, he's the funny guy. So that's why I didn't like it. If it's unscented, yes. What, well, what do you mean unscented? Like, like I if I wear, re- like, regular shore underarm deodorant and, like, you know, regular, like, coast soap, can I come in? Or do you just want me to stank there? Soap and deodorant aren't bad because they are not heavily scented. Okay. What about certain people who don't believe in soap or deodorant for religious reasons? We can't ban them from entering buildings. That, that's true. I mean, there's some stink-ass people. What would you rather smell? Would you rather smell all flowery or B.O.? That's a tough choice. I mean, I mean honestly, like, uh, you think of the worst. Like, I'm thinking of green polo. And now sitting next to somebody that's got fucking stank-ass B.O.? That's a tough call. Maybe the polo, maybe, I don't know. The only cologne or perfume I allow is food scented. If a woman walks in with pizza perfume, I can abide by that. But no, women have to be yellow rose and concentrate of musk and cremated euthanasia victim. <laughs> Yeah, you're out sent me this story about this new uh, fingernail polish. I, I, I think Brad Kidd sent it to me, too. Yeah, like Velveeta cheese. Okay. All right. Right there. There you go. Um. All right. I really want to do that story. All right. Christopher sent me this story, and he says, keep in mind, that they don't have a Second Amendment in Germany. But when a guy just cracks one day, anything can be used as a weapon. In China, they don't have mass child shootings because they don't have guns. But what they do have is mass child murder. Man cracks, goes, finds a group of children, kills sometimes up to dozens of children with a knife before police get there. Also, it's worth note that in China, nobody will ever step in to help someone in danger. They don't have a good Samaritan law, so very often if you try to help someone nine times out of ten, they'll sue you for damages. And then he sent me this story. About a man in Berlin who drove his car into a crowd of people in a popular shopping area, killing at least one and injuring at least eight others. The man drove through uh, the corner of Rackenstrasse and Tausenstrasse near the popular Kufersnam shopping boulevard. He then got in the car back on the road and crashed into a window shop further down. So he drove through this area, then he got back in his car and drove into a shop. And what's being illustrated here is that when somebody loses their fucking mind, they're going to lose their mind. And you can ban all the guns you want. I'm here to tell you, and and this isn't a rosy subject because we've made life so easy for these people. The truth of the matter is, if bad people want to do bad things, they're going to. 
<laughs> ban streets, ban markets, ban everything. Bad people are going to do everything that is against the law. Why? Because they know their sentencing isn't that bad. Think about it. My favorite example to use is the in the the whole movie Captain Phillips. You have a group of these Somalian pirates who catch a freighter that's well, an American freighter, and they're happy because they know they're going to get paid. They also know that if they don't get paid, that, hey, their life is, is improved dramatically if they don't get killed because they get to live in America now. Three of the four pirates that happened in the, the Captain Phillips were shot in the rescue boat by Navy snipers. I may or may not know one of the people that did that. I'll never ask. But the one guy that they got to live was the guy that they said they was going to negotiate with. And now he lives in an air-conditioned unit in Terry Hawk, Indiana, in a maximum security uh, prison where he has a cot, air conditioning, cable television, a library, food, three meals a day. And the best part of it is he doesn't have to live in fucking Somalia anymore. Well, Arnie, he lost his freedom. He's got more freedom in that, in that prison than he ever had in Somalia. Why in the fuck did they not just fucking behead him and throw him overboard? <laughs> he probably watches TV and has pleasurable fantasies about that buxom wrench, Joy Behar. Hi, Mama. Uh, happy Friday Eve to you as well. Nobody wants to talk about a way to fight this because the way to fight this is, is not a fun way to fight this. And it's not going to hold up, and it's not going to hold up past the human rights violations that it would cause and all this kind of stuff. But the only way to truly fight it and, and, and to, to get some kind of leg up on it would be eye for an eye. And, and I know that we're not going to go there. I know it. I mean... Maybe what you do is guys like this, you punish their family. I don't know. You find something that is important to them and you take it away forever. Like this fucking driver did with somebody. He killed him. Taking that person away now forever. What do you get to lose forever now? No. I can't get through to the view. I've tried with uh, Whoopi a number of times, and they just hang up on me. So there you go. But, yes, Joy will be in the soundboard for a long, long time. 
with her, wait till black people get guns. Now, this is our last story in this first segment here, and then we're going to get to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. Now, there's a lot to, to, to write out in this, but here we go again. We had a story about a gal who tied herself to the net at the French Open. We remember back a few weeks, um, NBA Timberwolves, the Minnesota Timberwolves games, because the owner had killed like, you know, a million chickens because some bird flu was going around. PETA was protesting their game. One lady glued her hand to the court. Another tried to tie herself to the backboard and all this kind of shit. And I'm just sitting there going, okay, I'm watching all this. And the gal who ties herself to the net for, for climate change. Well, it's happened again. Happened again where protesters tried to interrupt a game. Now, now, before I go any further, these are abortion rights people. They, they're, they're activists, just like we had at Joel Osteen's church, where they came out there and they, you know, they took their clothes off. They're in a bikini and yelling, my body, my choice, overturn row, hell no. In a church, because they're going to change people's minds there. Uh, peace out, has family. Literally the worst week ever, plugging in 48 hours and not happy about having to work on my days off and miss the show. Hope everyone has a good rest of the week and weekend. Hey, you too, Alicia. Um, yesterday I said you have to know your audience. Well, these protesters need to understand you have to have an audience because they tried to interrupt a WNBA game between the New York Liberty and the Minnesota Lynx. One had a banner, overturn row, hell no. Another banner said abortion on demand and without apology. At a WNBA game. Who are you talking to there? All the women that are at that game who want to, who, who get pregnant, they all want to do it. Most of them are, are at fertility doctors because, see, you're, 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 you're preaching to a choir there. You know what you don't see in that utopia of China? <laughs> protesters at games a woman glues her hand to the court she'll just lose her hand and can't put it in the pokey chain yourself to the station chainsaw your body in half fuck around and find out was coined by china she said wnba games so no one saw the protest oh i'm sure plenty of family members of them gals did You protested at a WNBA game? Oh, man. <laughs> man, I hope nobody interrupts the LPGA event this weekend. <laughs> Only thing to protest at WNBA games is when they run out of tuna. Jesus, I had the, the misfortune once 
I'll tell. I I don't tell this story enough. Um, at the time in Sacramento, we we were by far the biggest radio station in town. Everybody wanted to work with us, and that included the Magoof Brothers, as I used to refer to them on the air. After meeting them, I referred to them as the McStupid Brothers. But the Maloofs at the time owned the Kings, and, of course, they owned the Sacramento Monarchs. Now, the Kings had an exclusive deal with uh, CBS, and we couldn't even come near the Kings. But, boy, they offered up the Monarchs to us. And I'll never be forget being sat down and told, hey, hey, uh, we're going to a basketball game tonight. I'm like, Kings aren't in town. I mean, at that time, I knew the schedule. I was like, yeah, Kings aren't in town. Yeah, 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 we're, we're, we're going to see the Monarchs. And I just started laughing. I started fucking laughing. I was like, really? Did, and I think I looked at him and I said, do we have to go? And the selling point to me, it, it usually this would be a good selling point to me, but I had to interrupt the person that, that tried to sell this to me when they said, hey, you can sit courtside. And I just looked at him, I go, for a WNBA game, woo! So I had to go. So we show up at the game. And it, look, look, let me just say, the Magoofs treated us like royalty. They, they treated us really, really well. Can't take anything back from that. We would either get to sit courtside where they needed somebody to sit because there was hardly anybody in the arena. Uh, or we got to actually sit in the Magoof's box, the, the, the owner's box. And the owner's box was catered, and I was like, well, I'll, I'll just stay in here. And they're like, come on, let's go to the court, Arn. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's go to the court. And I've never seen such mind-numbing basketball played under the rim in my life. I sat courtside for... Uh, a quarter and a half, and I could not leave the arena fast enough. Oh, my God. That was so bad. It was so bad. We ended up not doing anything with them, and I thank God of that because what a fucking awful existence that would have been. Uh, tens of fans' evenings were ruined. Arnie, say you're in a golf tournament uh, for broadcasting, and these protesters run onto the fairway. What do you do? Call the, call the marshal or swing away. Oh, I'm swinging away. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm swinging the hell away. Get your ass moving. You're going to fucking protest here? All right, here we go. And by the way, I am fucking reloading too. Lawyers sit courtside at NBA games. Dennis sit courtside at WNBA games. Have fun counting the Mustangs and Subarus in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write me. Uh, anytime. We'll do listener mail usually on Tuesdays. But if you have something to say, like Christopher did, uh, I'll gladly read it. And it is sponsored by JS Floors, uh, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, they are all bad, bad people. Um... Uh, Today's music selection I, I was by me. I, I decided to go with an artist. I was going to highlight uh, one of my all-time favorite artists here, D. White Yoakum.
We come back. Late Tahoe Joe Murphy.
Little sister, don't you? Little sister, don't you? Little sister, don't you kiss me once or twice? Tell me that it's nice and then you himself trying to make a living.
still grieve I'm half a brother And I still hear my dear old mother cry Late that night They came and told him He lost his life down in the big show mine When got me to sound, you know, excited about it because we had this little thing in our contract called creative control. And and that would have been that would have been a little bit too far to stretch. So uh yeah, so we never had to worry about that. Uh if a deal went through with the monarchs. So I had a bad enough time and showed it on my face to where they knew we weren't the ones. Uh let's call Joe Murphy right now, shall we? Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, is this you? Wait, oh. uh. There he is. I'm here, buddy. You got your theme playing. You know, because you are a ladies' man, Joe. Let me shut down my police scanner I had going there. It's police scanner. Okay, good. Good, yeah. Shut that down. I'll shut down your theme song. Yeah, I better shut that down. Okay. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, how are you, friend? Oh, I'm doing great. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Lots of stuff to talk to uh, about today. But I want to get to the text message you sent me. How are you going to stop school shootings? 
Well, I was listening earlier, you know, talking about, you know, police and things like that. And there is a report, first off, there is a report. I'm monitoring the situation very closely. There might be a black person with a gun in Baltimore today. Okay. All right. They may, keep, they keep. may locate one. I know that, I know Joe, Joy Behar, God bless her. Without her, I don't know what we do in this country. Oh, my God. That's like, oh, you're quitting the view? How about you just quit life? Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, but you, you, you know, you know how, uh, what was that school shooting that time they thought the guy ran the wrong way? The guy ran away from the shooter rather than attacking? Well, the thing I love about police dogs is they don't give a crap. The police dog, he doesn't, you know, you, you're a cop, you're saying, this guy could have a knife, he could have a bomb, he could have a we're, we're, we're. The Police dogs don't care. They just want to go. They just want to run. They just want in. They want to kill 30 police dogs at every school. <laughs> wow. 30 police 40. dogs. But here's the problem. I don't want to see dogs get shot. I'd rather people get shot than dogs. Well, I know. Well, I know. But if we could save a couple of seventh graders, come on. Uh, I mean. How about this, Joe? Joe, you and I can start a company. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. We could train because everybody loves dogs. You know what people hate? Cats. If we could somehow military train cats and we were to release those in the school on school shooters and, you know, the, the school shooter picks off seven or eight of them, nobody cares. That's true. There, and there's so many. I mean, there's got to be a lot of feral cats. Oh, you know, God, yeah. Like signing up the homeless to do stuff, the homeless cats. You know, we could take them <laughs> in and give them a gig. You know, give them three solids a day on cot, uh, three hots and a cot. You know, oh, get man. them on the street but working. I, yeah, everybody. I think everybody would uh, would go for that because you know I am not. I'm not a cat fan at all. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I was just trying to picture thirty dogs in a school. Boy, that you is going to be one smelly on that school. Guy. Yeah, he's going to get one or two, but you know the, the the reason I say that is because you see those dogs, they're just like rabid. They're ready to go. They don't care what's around the corner. No, they're you awesome. Know, those German Shepherd, they just go for it. I mean, they don't care. No hesitation. No whatever. I mean, you know, and their scent. I mean, they they could. I mean. They, you know, we. I'm, I'm having trouble finding the concession stand. My nose is so bad these days. But, but a dog, you know, he, he, he dogs I'm on that miles shit. away. I've crossed three rivers, and the dog's still on me. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, there's nothing better. I announced this morning that Live PD is coming back. Uh, it's going to be on the Reels Network. There is nothing better than when the dogs were released. When when you see a dog take down a perpetrator. That just makes you feel like an American. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it really does. It, it, it puts something in my soul that I've been lacking. Well, yeah, and it all comes back to comply. Guess who's going to comply now? Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when they let Rover go, he's just and they're so scared. They're not scared of four cops with guns, but oh God, no, that's not the dog, not the dog. Yeah, get him oh, off yeah. me, get him off me. You oh, know, it's so fantastic. There's I love it. Better. I love it. That, that, that's I love why it. I live. I live for police dogs attacking people. Man, oh man. <laughs> no. God damn, that's fucking good TV. Um, we got lots to get to. Uh, are you following any of this live golf tour? 
Yeah, I unfortunately I am. Uh, yeah. Did you, you know, see uh, what the PGA did today? I believe they are saying, you know what, you're suspended. It they've they've released a memo a memo that says if you compete in the live event, you are now ineligible to participate on the PGA tour or any right. tour it sanctions. Now right. The USGA sanctions the U.S. Open, so these guys can still play in the U.S. Open. And the Open, the British Open. I believe that's also right. They could still apply. Just like I tell people, you know, me or you, we could actually – you know, play in the U.S. Open, we'd have to win like 36 sectionals and a couple of regionals oh, yeah. or whatever and get it. But yeah, you you know, it, it's an open, you know, it's actually, it's open for everybody, but you know, of course you got to be able to play, but yeah, they would play in heaven. You imagine that the, 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 what's going to happen when, uh, you know, all of these from uh, Clearwater, Florida, Dustin Johnson, they just boo, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're not, it's not going to be pretty. They offered Tiger nine figures. He said, no, I'm good. Yeah, they're well. The nine figures uh, they gave Dustin Johnson nine figures. They gave him 120 million. Well, that's six. Uh, oh, no, that's no, seven. Eight. That's nine. 125 million dollars to sign. Yeah, they gave Dustin yeah. Johnson. The report is is that they offered Tiger a billion dollars. Yeah, a yeah. billion yeah. dollars, and yeah. he turned it down. Yeah. Which, which, which is, you know, yeah, I mean, with, and Tiger, it's not just, you know, for, he, he's, I think he's, you know, doing it. Everybody would love to buy him. People yell, oh, you piece of crap, uh, Johnson and, and, and uh, Joaquin Neiman or whatever, all these guys that are going over there. Uh, but, you know, if somebody weighs a million, a couple hundred million in your face, I'd probably take it too. I mean, but, well, they're, but they're I'd talking love to see about Tiger sticky ground. Yeah, they're talking about two other players now. Uh, one being Ricky Fowler, and the other one actually being Bryson DeChambeau. Now, now, see, yeah. that's a tale of two different areas. Uh, I think Bryson DeChambeau, as much as I dislike him, I think he has a future in the game. And yeah. Ricky Fowler, I think, has peaked. Ricky Fowler should take all the money and run and go to the Live Tour. Well, you know, and you know, DJ, you know, you would think he has a peak, but maybe he's in that realm. But you know, they're paying them. I guarantee Dustin Johnson or Ricky Fowler have not even earned what they're getting paid just to show up to this. No, no, it's funny you bring that up because they brought up Dustin Johnson's uh, lifetime earnings on the tour. Now this doesn't include like you know his his sponsorships and all that right. kind of stuff. He's won seventy four million dollars on the PGA Tour. He almost doubled his tour money by just signing his name to play in this event. Right, just right, just to, you know that's what I mean. These guys just to show up, you know, because even before before they had this live tour, live tour, whatever, with that uh, they. Uh, uh, you know, Tiger would go over to Dubai, you know, and they would pay him mm-hmm. more money than you know uh, is is the top purse for for a lot of uh, of tournaments here just to show up, you know. And then well, one year, uh, one year in Dubai, he got paid more than the winner of the tournament. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just to film. Yeah, yeah, because because you know that's gonna you know it's not like you know it's not like in Saudi Arabia or Dubai. You know these guys are are saying, boy, you know there's not too many Sallys sitting around going, whose short game do you love better? Right. I think uh, you know they don't you know that Phil Mickelson can get up and down from the sand. You guys want to? You guys want to? You know? You guys want to go work out with our sand wedge today? I'm tired of the sand wedge. When are we gonna play on some grass? You know? So yeah, I mean, so yeah, they just love. It's just today. It's just like anything else. If I don't care how good you are in your sport in Japan or how good you are in your sport in France or whatever. If you if you are the man, if you are a stud for American sports, they go crazy. Yeah. They just that's you know, everybody wants, you know, there's uh, an exception to that rule though. There's there there's two uh, exceptions to that rule. Well there's obviously there's, so- there's soccer. That's I mean, it. That's that's the only exception. And there's yeah. two players. One is actually coming to America now and that's Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi's going to be in America next year, I believe, playing in Miami. So get ready for that. And Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, those guys, those guys are the needle when it comes to soccer. But we hate soccer, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I'll tell you what, you know, if you go to the sports book today, there are leagues that, you know, there are like the German league, the Mexican league, the, the Spanish, a couple of Mexican leagues. You know, they, you know how you usually show up and you grab your seat or your parlay card for football or baseball or whatever. There's now it's every Every soccer league, pro soccer league uh, across the world that you can bet on, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and uh, because we are the great melting pot. We are, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you been watching any of the NBA finals? Yes, I have. I watched a little bit last night. I watched fucking Boston run Golden State out of the gym at the end of the game. Um, yeah. I'm I'm I, I think Boston wins this series. I think they win it probably in five. I just think they're tougher. Yeah, they're way tougher. And you know, uh, one of the things was that for about a half hour, the the sign on the uh... oh hold on, we got bad boys going. Okay, all right. Okay. Cops is in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, now repeat that question again. Um, I think that the uh, the Celtics win in five because yeah. they're tougher. I think they're just a tougher team. Not taking you know, away from Draymond Green because he's just a dirty player, but uh, I, I think the Celtics are just better. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they are too. Remember, I believe I said that, and your answer was, "I don't care about the NBA." I think a couple of weeks ago I said, I, "I think the Celtics are going to win it," and, and I love how you know on like Sports Center they're like at the bottom of the screen. Uh, uh, why the why the Celtics beat the uh, or why the Warriors lost so bad? For so like a half hour, it's like I know why they lost because right. they scored less points than the Celtics did. Okay. <laughs> I know. I mean, they, you, they, they just will analyze it to the well. I noticed that uh, I noticed that Steph Curry had an ingrown hair uh, earlier in the game. I mean, they just analyzed to the you know, and you can just see what happens. Like the first one, uh, the Celtics just just said, "Hey, we're 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 it just ran past them." They, you know, the uh, Warriors ran out of gas, 
And then, uh, of course, the second game, they got it together and and uh, got it back. But the Celtics last night, you know, they let up a little bit. When it comes down to it, when it's time to play, I think the Celtics are the better team. I, I do, right. too. And, and, and the only I brought this up for a couple reasons. One, you bring up what they say. I love that, that sports journalism has gone in so reverse because they ask the stupidest questions. Like, hey, we know that you lost by 30, but how do you really feel right now? I feel like fucking shit. That's how I feel. I don't want to be answering this question, but if I yeah. don't, I'm going to get fucking fined. What, what do you think? What do you think was the major reason that you guys got blown up? Um, Steph Curry hit 59 three pointers. Yeah, That's I mean, why we lost. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they asked the dumbest questions, but last night watching, I haven't watched a lot of NBA this season. I have to ask this question When did coaches stop wearing suits? Oh, I, I do not like, like this. Are, I don't yeah, like this yeah. trend. No, 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 remember no. When we, yeah, yeah. Remember when we used to put on suits to fly on a plane? Yeah. Yeah, you got guys in flip-flops, no deodorants. Uh, you know, yeah, same thing. Everybody, nobody cares anymore. I looked, at, cares. I looked at Steve Kerr last night, and I'm like, are, are you the water guy? Are you a trainer? Yeah. What's with the the, yeah. the hoodie zip up? I mean, are we playing street ball tonight, or is this the NBA yeah. fucking are, finals? Are you the coach of the high school volleyball team? I mean, what? You know? Yeah, they, they don't stand out. I mean, remember, remember who was there? A couple of coaches. I think Callis. The NFL. They wore a suit. Yeah. 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 And, and that was. I, can and, you imagine Pat Riley wearing a jumpsuit during during showtime? <laughs> Hell no! He's wearing our body fucking no, suits no, with his no. hair slicked back. No, because everybody, it, 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 Dad Riley is wearing a three-piece ensemble. Yeah. you know, cover, yeah, he's he, he's you know he's he's selling clothes. I mean, uh, yeah, Pat Riley was the guy. He always had his hands on his hips with the Hugo Boss suit oh, on. Oh man, he looked know. like a million bucks every time he walked out on the court. Yeah. Oh, I love Pat Riley. Pat Riley was it was a god in my eyes. And yeah, now you got guys like Steve Kerr wearing a jumpsuit. What the shit is that? I, I Good know. God. Can we ruin basketball just a little bit more? Yeah, well, oh. yeah, everything. Did you know that uh, a vulva, was it a, a, vulva, a vulva? A person, uh, what, this is a, they're teaching this in schools now. This is a vulva. A person with a vulva is no, that's called a girl. Okay, buddy. All right, you know, is you, it a vulva? You, you were fired up. You sent me something this week. Um, uh, uh, what 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 is going on in the world that is upsetting you with Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut is now has a the, all Pizza Hut, which the pizza I just ordered some the other night after Jack in the Box. Uh, Double bill me and never delivered. Sons so of bastards! My, I have my team of lawyers on that right now. Oh and man, then, just give yeah. me a couple of guys with some fucking pipes. We'll get your money back. Yeah, maybe a couple of blow torches, whatever <laughs> it takes, Pulp Fiction style. So, but uh, so uh, they have they they have a, a I don't know if it's in the stores. They're promoting. Uh, drag. It's a, it's a, it's like you go in there and you get a coloring book. Sometimes when you go when you're a kid, you go to a restaurant and they give you the coloring book. It's a drag. It's a drag kid. So it's a, you know, it's a, you know, it, it, 
So this and it, this it, is what Pizza Hut is pushing the drag queens now on kids. It, it, yeah, it's a drag queen thing. Yeah, that yeah. That, they, they just started a law here, I think, in Texas where kids can't go to drag shows, and I'm okay with that. I mean, yeah. At what age do you start telling people that? Hey, did you know it's okay? Um, for Steve, I know he's seven. He doesn't even know what sex is. But but if his parents want him to wear a dress, you know, he can wear a dress. And and you know, you we love everybody. Just love everybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what they do, what they feel, or whatever. Um, it's like no, I I'm I'm. It, it, it's your prepubescent. You need to be, you need to be, uh, you know, taking ground balls or, or, or I don't even care. Go play in a dollhouse or whatever, but, but don't start teaching about, you know, uh, about, because girls are gross, you know, girls are gross when you're eight, you know. Yeah, the cooties, right? Yeah, I mean, I I hear you, Joe, and I am completely on board with you. This this idea that we're allowing kids who are eight or nine years old to define the rest of their lives, and and then we're trying to take the parents out of that decision by saying, "Oh no, this kid at eight years old can make life changing decisions." Well, then if that's the case. Why are they fighting so hard to up the age to own a gun in this country? I mean, if we're going to allow children to make lifelong decisions on their sexuality at the age of eight, then why is it a big deal that you can't buy a rifle until you're 21? Yeah, I I know. And so it's... It's you know it's it's like uh, cocaine is illegal. It's so illegal, but do people still get cocaine? Yep. Yeah. Yep. They get everything. If everything is illegal, people get. I mean, so to raise the age, when, yeah. When when, uh, but if you're 18, you can go to Afghanistan and sure. shoot one, uh, whatever. But you know, you know, I'm a total gun advocate. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a I'm a, a Second Amendment. Uh, uh, you know, I believe they because uh, because uh, if somebody, if, you know, if somebody shooting, I always tell these gun people, guess what? If somebody's shooting at you, I guarantee you, you will shoot back if you have a gun. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stand there and go, I will not be a part of this violence. No, you know, no, somebody shooting at you, you shoot back, and. Uh, to make them, and like you said, you know, the say, I mean, you got your sister at home. You go, oh, is that your sister? No, that is a person with a vagina and a urethra. Or you know, yeah. that is not that. I don't know if she's a girl. She has not decided what she How is. Dare no, you. that's she's, your sister. She, she's, she's non-binary. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's non-binary, and I don't she, care. God, I mean, we just got it. Everything has to be. You have to please everybody. You can't. You, you you can't offend it. You know what? It's okay to offend people. It's okay to uh, to stand up for what you believe in because remember, uh, Peter, you will deny me three times. I don't know that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to offend anybody here. I don't know that loser. Well, I don't know who he was. I don't want part of him. I was around him. Whatever. Well, you know what? You can't sit on the fence. You got to pick a side. You know, and, and here's the fun thing, Joe, is remember there was a time in this country when we could disagree with each other and yet we were still friends. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and here's, here's a perfect example. And I, I'm not trying to out you and I don't want anybody to dislike Joe, Joe, you were, <laughs> you were quite critical of Donald Trump as president. Were you not? 
Here, here's my stance. I am a okay. I just voted. Uh, well, I voted last time. I did vote for Donald Trump. I, I was. I, I am in favor of of the, his love of America and the way he wants to do things. And two dollars a gallon for gas. Yeah. I just think every once in a while, you know, he was the first president to say it's okay to grab women by their pussy. I know that. So. You know, so that was that did. You know, I don't know how you still now. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Joe. Now come on. I just said wait, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Bad statements. Hold on. Now that statement was said to Billy Bush, not knowing he was recording it. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Now people hold that against him. Now you never talk that way in a gym. No, I, I've said some really stupid and crappy stuff. Yes, yeah, in my I, life. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, and that was the whole thing when that came out. And and I was working at Lotus at the time. I was upstairs with Ken. Remember, remember Ken, the guy who couldn't turn his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A.M. Ken. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so Ken was up. Ken hated Trump, and he's like, "Oh, I can't believe he would say something like that." I'm like, "You didn't say anything like that when you were in school." No, no, no. Everybody was going around saying, "No, we never said anything like that." I'm like. Y'all are a bunch of motherfucking liars. Right, right. It's like the Gruden thing. You know, yeah. that was bullshit with Gruden. No, I get you on that. But even in public, you know, just a couple, I get, I just, he, there was a, I, I the only reason I say this is because I wanted, I, I support him. I'm a conservative. I love his views on the border, guns, everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I love all that. It's just, if he comes out and say something dumb, I'd be like, damn it, now I got to hear from people. How stupid was that? They disinfected and injected in your oh, arm yeah. or, or something like that, you know, and then it made you feel. But th- now I don't feel bad at all because Biden is the bigger douchebag that ever lived, <laughs> and he's He's, I think his ratings now is like 10%. I mean... Uh, did you watch uh, him on uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night? You know what? I did not get to that. I saw you, that he was on there. You didn't miss anything. I, I mean, it was... Uh, literally, I think Jimmy... I, Jimmy Kimmel was about to reach into Joe's pants and start licking his balls. Right, right. I mean, right. that's how call, close it got. Bill Maher to join him, right? No, Bill Maher actually is actually... The funny thing is Bill Maher is actually coming to the center. This, this is what Bill Maher just recently said, and this was so funny. When candidates in political ads say, I approve this message, they should have to add at the end, you dumb fuck. He gets it. He <laughs> yeah, gets yeah, it. And, yeah, and, and right. he's never going to be a conservative Bill Maher, but at least right. he's not a progressive <laughs> idiot like AOC and all these fucking people. They want people canceled, and they want trans athletes to be able to overtake girls' leagues, even though, oh, it won't hurt yeah. girls' sports, yeah. even though we've seen yeah. it as. Yeah, because, boy, look at all the look at all the girls that became boys and are playing boys' sports. Zero. Yeah, yeah whoops. Yeah, Wait, none. And, and you know what's so funny is that you remember that thing that Biden signed into law with Title IX? It allowed for boys to join girls' sports. Nothing was ever said in reverse. So that isn't even protected by the government now for girls to join boys sports because we know they won't do well in them. And, and and one of the reasons that whole they do that whole you know I approve this message is because say for instance like here in here in northern Nevada we have there's a there's a wounded war a war veteran his face he stepped mm-hmm. on an IED he's you know he's he's you know you, 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 courageous thank you for your service and of course and everything and so 
how do you bash him? You look like a real loser if you come out and bash him. But they came out and they showed him and he got some recordings in Texas. It would take an act of God to get me out of Texas. I'll never leave Texas. But, oh, okay, but you're running for Congress in Nevada now. Yeah. You know, so but but it's but it you know it says, you know, this is by the it's by this company. Doesn't even mention Mark Amaday's name, you know, because he's not these are people that want me to win that decided to make this commercial. Not me. I would never bash or talk bad about this guy. But these people, this pack that wants me to win, I can't stop them. They, they're going to, you know, they want me to win. So they're making these ads. But, you know, so they, it's like they can pass the buck, you know, and not oh, yeah. be, oh, absolutely. you know. Not be that. I can't believe you said that, or I can't believe you, you know, uh, bash a, a war veteran or, or whatever. But I just know, I just know that when I'm elected, I will take my oath on the Torah. No, oh, oh wow. Well, the, the the Quran and the Bible have already been used. I'm going to go with the Torah <laughs> when I'm elected. Because uh, you're, <laughs> you're out. Just wrote, and I, I agree with a lot of this. Mara said it, and I'll continue to say it. Democrats are going to lose the election because of their actions, not the Republicans' actions. I agree with that. Republicans are letting, Republicans haven't done shit in the last two years. If you look at what's happened in Joe Biden's presidency, the Republicans have sat on their fucking thumbs the entire time, and they have let Joe and the Democrats fuck themselves in the ass. It, yeah, it's been yeah, amazing yeah. to watch. Yeah, they just let them shoot themselves in the foot. I mean, every day when you drive by a gas station and and you can know the truth that the president has nothing to do with it, uh, wink, wink. But when you pay $7 for a gallon of gas, you're looking to blame somebody. And it's great. It works great for me because normally when it's two bucks, y'all, normally they see me on the bus. You loser. You're on the bus. Now I'm like, no, I'm eco, bro. Going green. Okay. Yeah. You got to try it. You got to care about the environment a little bit. Okay. That's why I'm on the fucking bus. All right. Oh, that is so gold, Joe. That is so gold. Because I, you know what? And don't worry about my senior past. I'm, I, you don't need to know how old I am, okay? Jesus Christ. Man, you hate I, getting those AARP things in the mail. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't get it, but I'll use every discount I can. You're goddamn so, you know, right. Oh, my God, yeah. yes. Um, Switching gears now to lighten things up for uh, this. Deshaun Watson. I, I mean... Deshaun Watson, how is this guy getting another chance in the league? Well, we know one thing: his muscles are quite loose. He's loosened up a lot because you know he's been he he gets a lot of massages. So sixty-six women in seventeen months. Yes, like the massage parlors in like seventeen months. Hey, hey, Jim, you want to go see uh, Deshaun? You want to go grab a movie? No, no, let's go grab a happy ending massage. Oh, okay, let's do that instead. And the story was released yesterday that his lawyer said getting a happy ending isn't illegal. Well, yeah, yeah, actually, it is. It it is kind of illegal. Yeah, it is. It's frowned upon. Thanks a lot, Osama. As we know, women have several erogenous zones that right. can stimulate, or man has one. So if you're not working the Johnson, if that's the only way it's happening. You know, oh, get those shoulders. Oh, there I went again. You know, no, I've never, I've never had a happy ending from Why a shoulder they, massage. Well, here's the thing. You know, if you really, if, if it was truly a part of the massage, 
It would be yeah. a happy beginning because, you know, they do their thing, they, they finish you off, and then you roll over and you go to sleep. That would be a great yeah. massage. Yeah, yeah, you know, on the other end, that's like you know, you go into the brothel and she touches everything but your Johnson. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, like, I mean, yeah, you go to the massage parlor and, and oh, God, that cat is really tight on me that I noticed you haven't got there yet. You're still, <laughs> you're still, you're still, I really working wanted a scrot- massage. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the scrotum uh, thing there. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Everybody's jumping on Robert Kraft. Watson gets so many massages, you think the Patriots would have signed him? No shit, man. I mean, what where what happens to Baker Mayfield? Like what what happened today? I heard he got dismissed from practice. Yeah, well they they like the, this is their mini camp. And they're like, Yeah, you don't need how bad is it when the coaches are like, Yeah, you don't you, you don't even need to come to the required workout. Don't don't worry about it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 if you guys looked outside, you're in Cleveland. Yeah, you need all the fucking practice you can get, buddy. Well, I, I mean, I'm sitting there going, "Where's he gonna go?" I mean, look, I I know that I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan, and there's a part of me that is loving every second of it because he's like the misfit toys. He's on an island by himself. But he's good enough to play in the league. I mean, he's better than the Giants quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you know, when I when you're like at Wooster, you know, on a Monday practice, you do you three groups. There's there's uh, backs and receivers. Then there's uh, the middle guys, the linebackers. The other. Then there's the fat guys, the linemen. We have three groups. There'd be ten yard dashes Monday. Did forty yard dashes Tuesday. Hundreds on uh, Wednesday. Thursday was two twenties. Everybody dreaded having to run two twenties. I would. I'm now. I'm. You know. I don't need them, coach. I'm good, bro. You know. I don't. I don't think I need to run two twenties because you know I'm as slow as death. But, uh, you know, but but I think I don't need, you know, everybody needs to be at practice. I, I think that, you know, I don't care who you are, whether you're Tom Brady or you're Mr. Irrelevant, um, everybody, you know, it, it just it, it'll cause some discord if people are like, who's this guy who gets to this practice, you know? Yeah, and but not- I mean, they're, they're, I think they're sending him away from practice because they're telling him he's not on the team. That's see. That's what I was asked. That's why yeah. I was asking you that. that yeah, yeah oh, that, totally. That, like, oh, he be, wants to be practicing somewhere, but he's like, like they're like, fuck you. Yeah, who's the other? Yeah, exactly right. Who's the other guy that? There's another guy that does. Uh, it's that doesn't have to go to practice, but I think it's uh, he, he. He doesn't have to show up at mini camp either, and uh, I, I can't think it's another quarterback. I want to say like a Jimmy Garoppolo or something, but um, but like I, I I'm. I'm so lost because nobody's talking about trading for him. I'm just sitting here. It's like, is he just going to be on the, the, the Browns roster for the rest of the season and nobody plays him and he doesn't suit up for games? I mean, who do you root for then? Yeah. The only guy, the only guy that could just show up at whatever practice he wants and doesn't care, doesn't need to go to practice, but if he wants, he can, if he did show up your practice, you'd get a Woody with Deion Sanders. Thanks yeah. for showing up, buddy. We love it. Yeah, I mean, seriously, uh, Jimmy G, because he got hurt, uh, they want to trade him so they won't get him hurt and lower his value. Practice? We're talking about practice here. 
Good old Allen Iverson. Playoffs. Playoffs? Jim Moore, oh, playoffs. All right, one last thing. The Denver Broncos have been sold. Did you see that John Elway lost out on $900 million? How, how, he lost out on $900 million? So, so, oh, because because he was going to probably have a, a renewed contract or something. Well, what, happened, what happened was is he was offered a, a part 20% ownership way back in the day in the 90s for like $36 million, and he didn't take it. What that percentage was worth yesterday when they got sold was oh. right around nine hundred million dollars. Well, the, the the story behind that, Arnie, was remember he couldn't sign the paperwork. He's got that hand disease. Yeah, thing oh, that's he, right. So he was unable to sign the paperwork. So, so thank God that he finally got that endorsement deal from that drug to where he can sign <laughs> yeah. shit now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. But the Broncos were sold to the Walmart family. To, to and Rob who's the Walton. other guy? The, the the Waltons are the other guy. He's a uh, who's that other guy? He's an executive. Or, uh, and I thought Magic was in the running to buy the, the Broncos. He, he wasn't was he? in one of the groups, I think. But I think that the Waltons got it. And now this is weird because the guy who owns the Rams. He's married to one of the Waltons. Okay, so that's... Now, do you think that they bought the Rams specifically because the colors were blue and yellow like Walmart? (laughs) I I mean, I know that's a long way to go for that shitty of a joke, but it's true. But, I mean, mean, are are, are the Broncos going to be like, you know, the mile-high falling prices? Pfft. Well, yeah, well, and um, uh, save money, live better. You know, they're going to, that's their motto. That's a great motto. Now, the Broncos are orange and what, orange and blue? Yeah. And so uh, they may have to, what's, what, what store is, is orange and blue? Oh, you know what? You know what they'll do is they'll make all the uh, Walmart, like grocery only locations, orange and blue. And then all the other ones will be yellow and blue, like the bigger ones. Like the old school Walmarts. Have you ever seen the neighborhood Walmart that's just a grocery store? I've never seen one of those. I've heard about them. But yeah, you, you don't have those in Reno yet? No, we don't have any. We don't have any of the, the, the mini ones. All of ours were, I, re, I remember when, the remember when Walmart didn't sell food and yep. then they all expanded and then they were super centers or whatever. Well, you know and where they, that started, the, don't you? That started Where's in that? Garland, Texas. The first ever Hypermart was open. And they had a hundred checkout lines and the baggers all wore rollerblades, so they rollerbladed for, for bagging groceries. Well, I think you're being confused. No, that, that that's the Megalomart. Hank <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby Hill just shopped there. <laughs> and Chuck Mangione was their spokesman. Yeah, I think you're confused there, buddy. Because that's, you know, Mr. Joe Trieb and me are good friends. So. Yeah, well, you know, Arlen, Texas is based on my hometown. Yeah, well, is it a combination of, like, Garland, Texas, or and Arlington or something? Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, we do not have a Tom Landry Middle School. God damn it. <laughs> well, you know what? I was I had a hard time buying James Woods uh, Middle High School, too. And... Wait, oh, up in, uh, up in Cole Hog? 
Yeah, James Wick, you know, high school. Uh, let's uh, see. Ogre says if the Broncos are owned by Walmart, now there will be 20 turnstiles to get in, but only two will be open. <laughs> and the food vendors will pretend they can't hear or see you. Oh, and lots of cross-dressers and ghetto-ass weirdos will become mainstays at the stadium. Well, and you know what? Is that guy that wears the, the barrel. Yeah. Everybody, Everybody's going to be looking down the barrel now, and they don't know no. what's down there now. Man, oh, man. Can you imagine? I, would, I wonder if they're going to open like a super Walmart inside the stadium. Exactly. Yeah. Now, they, now you can get your pre- and post-game meals there. You can buy all your shit for tailgating there, go out to your car, tailgate, then go and do your grocery shopping and go home. Yeah, that, that, that's perfect. You know, uh, that's genius. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, honey, where are our seats? I thought they were in aisle five. No, that's where the specials are. The seats are <laughs> down in section four. Oh, okay, honey. You just let me know. Your, your wife can go shopping. And, and and we can go see the game. Yeah, you know, there you go. Maybe put a dry cleaner in there. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you have time. <laughs> well, with a Bronco game, it's a lot of passing. You probably have time. <laughs> a lot of passing going on. Uh, there. Is there That's anything good. else that we've missed today, Joe, that you want to talk about? or? Well, just real things like I was thinking about, um, you know, like, you know, you know how when you get up, you know how the, for some reason that, that uh, the bed framer, you know how everybody hits it with their foot and it just sting, it rips, it, it's like the worst sting ever. Yes. You know how you, you have you ever hit your stub your toe? On oh, the, God, on the, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's of like, times. So that happened to me and I was like, God, I, I hate that. It's just, I just, but, and then, but I remembered how I solved that is I watched the bear attack scene from the Revenant. The wow. Revenant and then I feel better about myself. Like, <laughs> you, I, I, you, know, you know what? I, I'm not too bad. I feel I'm kind of hurt, but I guess I'm having a better day right. than that guy. Right. You, did, you yeah. didn't get sodomized by a bear. Get you sodomized by a bear and that, just that's tossed never a around way. like a rag doll. But uh, I watched that Boy. movie again. I just uh, I tell people I don't get scared at scary movies. Scary movies don't scare me like the ooh the spooky ones. They don't scare me anymore. But I watched that scene and that that's when that bear is making his run toward. That is some scary shit right there. Oh. I mean, let me, ask, some, let me the, ask you is that that we're in an advanced age now, and sometimes I watch something. And I'll see somebody run into something or bump into them, and that fucking gets me because I know how bad that hurts. Like like when somebody stubs their toe in a movie or something, I can feel that pain. I feel yeah. that. I hate that shit. Yeah, yeah. Paper cuts are horrible. Yeah, oh, those are no fun. No, those are no uh. fun. But I, I will tell you the worst pain, and I did a whole comedy segment on this. Are you ready? Yep. When you bite into a hot pocket as soon as you take it out of a microwave. That that that's the worst pain known to mankind. That is that is straight like fifth degree burns. Yeah, that hurts. That really hurts. And and then you know what else is super, super stings? It's when you come home and your wife's doing a gangbang porno. That really hurts. I mean that I've had some times where that just tore me up. I mean I, I oh, man. I've had trouble rebounding wow. from that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh we're gonna end on that, Joe. I Thank appreciate you, it. Hey Joe, have a great week and we will talk to you next week, my friend. Thanks so much, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, man. See you. Lake Tahoe, uh, Joe Murphy, everybody. Well, he took that in an odd direction. 
Oh, Ogre says, I fucking hate being middle-aged. Oh, it's so bad. The scene in Logan when he's waking up in the morning all in the pain, creaking and groaning. That's literally me every fucking day. More was real. Oh, amen. Oh, dude, when I... I'm, I'm listening for new pops in the morning. I know that my knees are going to crack and my ankles are going to crack and hopefully my feet crack. Oh, then I, there's a sense of relief. I've got to listen for that new one. Oh, it sucks. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Here's some more Dwight Yoakam. Here goes. 
episode again yesterday and I'm just going to tell you right now the most gruesome kill in the history of arts and motion picture sciences happens in the first 20 minutes of the boys that's all I'm gonna say it's the greatest it, it there, there will not be a kill scene that ever tops this I'm just saying not ruining anything it pains me because I want to talk about it, but I won't because I respect y'all. Don't like this streaming bullshit week-to-week stuff. If you're going to stream it, then put it all out. Bastards. This is the last one, said no accountant or uh, profiteer ever. This is our farewell rock tour. This is our retirement show. Shit doesn't end until someone dies or it's not profitable. Amen to that. Now, uh, this is this is pretty amazing to me. Somebody asked a question, and a website went out and found it. Is how much do the cast members on Saturday Night Live make? 
that's been one of those questions that's been in my mind for a long time. I mean, how much do they actually make to be on site? Because it it can't be too much, and but they live in New York, so it's going to have to be something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, hang down, Jen, I agree. I'm just going to say the boys has a writer that has been really stepping up their killing game. I, I mean, whew, boy, this year, it's woof. Let me just tell you. All right. So a first-year cast member makes about $7,000 an episode. They do about 20 to 21 episodes, so about $147,000 a year. Well, that doesn't sound like very much to live in Manhattan. Yeah, oh, Big Coop, you're right. If they paid per laugh, then they make zero. She was bloody and killed uh, the shit out of people in an awesome way for two seasons. But dear Lord, for season three, the writers said, hold my beer. So far they have. I mean, it's been. <laughs> That's just the first episode. Holy shit. So uh, a cast member, if they get kept on for a second season, which nobody should have been, they get a, a bump in salary uh, to $8,000 an episode. There's about $168,000. Now, the next raise doesn't come for another three years. Then you make $15,000 an episode. About three hundred grand a year. You're a little bit more well-known now out in the world. You can maybe start working on other projects. Now, the most somebody can make is about $25,000 an episode, almost half a million dollars a season. Unless you're Keenan Thompson, who already makes about $3 million a year because he's been on Saturday Night Live for 88 years. They pay guest hosts like five grand to, uh, to host. How about we take that money that you're paying these shitbags you've got on now and how about we find some actually talented people that are funny, that aren't just left-leaning funny? How about we find some people that are funny? How about we poke at the current president of the United States like you did previous presidents before him? They made fun of Obama. Not much, but they did. But Obama wasn't the gold mine that just... How can you have... A satire sketch comedy show based on current events and you don't lampoon the shit out of Joe Biden. You want to tell I'll tell you why they're not funny and they're not they're failing. It's because they got wrapped up in the bullshit. They got wrapped up in the bullshit a long, long time ago when they started listening to critics. And do you know when they started listening to critics? Was the year they fired Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. Two of the greatest alumni of that show ever. And they fired him. How do you fire Chris Farley? I mean, I understand he had his, his demons and issues, but they were firing because they didn't think they were good because the critics didn't like Adam Sandler. 
Adam Sandler, who is now a billion, and let me say that once again, a billionaire. Got his own production company. Yet the critics didn't like him. That's when Lauren Michaels jumped the shark. Now, he's had funny people on since then. I, I can't take away from Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was his, hysterical on that show. Jimmy Fallon, I didn't I never liked Jimmy Fallon on the show. I still to this day don't like Jimmy Fallon. But at least they were they were trying. They were trying new stuff. And, and the thing I didn't like about Jimmy Fallon is he laughed at his own stuff all the time. Don't do that, and you're pretty damn good on that show. I mean, so good he got the Tonight Show gig. But the Tonight Show sucks, too, so there you go. I just found that to be kind of interesting about Saturday Night Live. I thought I'd share it. If you didn't, I'm sorry. I apologize. (laughs) Based on the interaction, you did not enjoy that. Oh, exactly. Uh, show went into the shitter after Farley and Sandler days and has not recovered. Thank God for Kenan Thompson giving a glimpse of humor. They fired Norm MacDonald because he made fun of the Clintons too much. No, 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 no. They fired Norm MacDonald because Dick Everhart had taken over NBC again. And do you know who Dick Everhart's good, close, personal friend was? Orenthal James Simpson, who Norm MacDonald, oh, man. Norm MacDonald bashed the shit out of O.J. during the trial. And there was, uh, from what I understand of the story, is that Ebersol sent note down to Lauren Michaels not to make any O.J. jokes, and Norm MacDonald said, fuck that, made the jokes, and was fired pretty much on the spot. But it wasn't because of the Clintons. I love those compilation videos of just how much Norm shit on OJ without mercy. Dude, it, I, you know, I Norm McDonald was a lot to take. But when you watch him back now, he was so funny in his way, in his delivery, in everything that he did. He was kind of the, the smart Gilbert Gottfried. You know, Gilbert would be the, everybody called Gilbert Godfrey the too soon comedian because he'd make jokes about people way too soon. Norm MacDonald would do the same, but he would do it in a way that was clever and around the bush and said a lot of words. Norm murdered OJ well like he was OJ. His last night of OJ jokes was basically his way of saying, fuck you, I quit live on TV to boot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, it it goes back. That right there goes back to something that Christopher asked me about um, if we were to actually sign on and and be sponsors with the Monarchs, if I could get excited for it. And there's a part of me that could, but it would be fake as shit. And that's the thing that made our show what it was back in the day is we weren't fake. And that's why people like this. They listen to us because we weren't fake. Two of the people were fake, but I didn't even know that. They they were, they were covering that for me as well. 
And Norm McDonald didn't want to fake it. And we had something also that was so important to us that Norm McDonald didn't have. And that's creative control. Boy, oh boy, I tell you what, man. I, I think that, that we left probably millions of dollars on tables negotiating deals because of those two words. And by the way, I wouldn't change it for the world. If you have creative control, you have everything. You are truly the owner of that show. In Reno, when I when I did the sports show, and, and even with dog shit and jerk off, we did not have creative control. And me not knowing what that was like, that was like fucking this feral cat in a PetSmart. Ooh, that was a good analogy. Holy shit, I like that one. It was strange, and that's why when I came back to the Internet, it was like, oh, I have creative control again. Thank God. Uh, all right, let's see. Let, let, let's see where we're going to go to here. <laughs> well, it seems that Chicago is not only the murder capital of the world, but also other crimes happen, too. Oh, God, on Tuesday, I broke my phone and was on a 20-mile drive to repair shop. I actually turned on. Oh, man, I drove, almost drove into a tree. How bad it's turned into on King's. I turned it to King's radio instead. Oh, fuck. That's awful. Yikes. Um, this story is about Danielle Cruz. A woman who listed her home on the market has revealed she found a stranger living in the home. So this gal has a house. She obviously moved out of the house or has it set up for showings. Somebody has moved in. And then she claims she's signed a lease and paid $8,000 rent up front. Which, by the way, she hasn't. Chicago police explained that they could not determine whether the lease was fake, so Cruz must go through eviction court to remove the alleged squatter. The local real estate attorney said such cases are becoming more and more common in Cook County as brazen squatters break into vacant homes. So how great is this? What if you're at work? Like, like, like I mean, they can kick that person out, right? Like, if you show up back at home from work and somebody says they live there and, and they have this signed lease, you're like, no, this is my home. Uh, I saw this interview on TV. What bullshit for the homeowner. I tell you this right now. You, you squat in my house, guess what? There's going to be a gas leak and the house might blow up. Whoops-a-daisy. As homeowner, I'm allowed to protect my property, right? I mean, they got a lease. So I tell you what, uh, in 24 hours, I'm going to be coming over to the house, do some inspections. And by the way, by doing inspections, that means I'm bringing an AK-47 with me. They stole a house. They're allowing people to steal houses now? Man, oh, man, that's the ultimate shoplifting right there. What are you in for? Oh, I stole a house.
She said she offered the person $2,000 to leave, and they said, no, but if you give me $8,000, I will. So it's it's a shakedown. Oh, my God. In that case, where does Newsom live? (laughs) Fair Oaks. This makes me sick. And I know that they're. I know that they had to put some of these laws into place to protect people from really, really shitty landlords. But I mean, I think some common sense needs to be used. We 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 need to add a little bit of common sense to laws. Nobody's in Nancy Pelosi's house. Just saying. By the way, there's a fake story going around the internet speaking about Nancy Pelosi that uh, Gavin Newsom has uh, pardoned her husband for a DUI. It's not true. It's not true if it's going around. I've looked it up. I've sourced it like five different places. It's not true yet. We'll see. We're not saying he's not going to do it, but he hasn't done it yet. This is the kind of person, this squatter, this is the kind of person that you want to follow around and wait until they find some good happiness, and then just shit all over it. I'm all about an eye for an eye. The Chicago Police brought to you by Home Alarm and Barred Window Companies. Yeah, Douglas says, especially by the politicians who write them. Uh, Rice says she also said the sheriff told her it would be 6 to 12 months for the eviction papers to be served uh, because they're backed up. Well, I, I, like I said, I'm just going to burn the house down and take my insurance money. There you go. I'd sell the house. Can't see it. I, I, I'd reduce the price. I'd sell the house. I would rather this woman be homeless and me take a loss on the house. She got a lease? All right. Well, hey, I told you. And by the way, the lease is fake. She doesn't have a lease. She has a bullshit lease agreement that the police should be able to tell is fake. Pelosi keeps showing up in an ad for RuPaul's Drag Race show. She says, I can get pause. (laughs) She was trying to sell it. Well, fuck, sell it now. Check them people out. Either that or fucking burn it down and get the insurance money. No one will buy it because the squatter still keeps the rights. What kind of fucking person gave these squatters such rights? They can just come in and go, ah, I'm squatting here. This is my place. You can't kick me out forever. Terrible. Of course Pelosi keeps showing up in those ads. Why? She's trying to garner that vote. She's trying to open herself up. Look, they're trying to get every vote they can before November. Fucking awful. That story makes me sick. Fuck. Now, it, what happens if the squatter, like, leaves and it just walks out, like, goes to the grocery store? Because I'd, I'd have eyes on that house. And as soon as she goes to the grocery store, I'm in there. I'm changing the locks, everything.
kill the squatter, burn the lease, didn't say they broke in and you defended yourself. There you go. She's a young gal who bought herself a house and now she's getting screwed. It's not right. No, it's not. But see, right now, people are just going to do whatever the fuck they want. Police aren't going to enact anything because, well, in a way, their hands are tied. But here's the other way. They don't want to be the next video that goes viral. Going viral for a police officer is bad 90% of the time. So if the bad guys know that the good guys aren't going to do anything to really hurt them or jeopardize them, then the bad guys are just going to continue to get away with it and get away with it and get away with it. Until finally somebody says enough and we start we start walking that thing back, that conquistador ride starts swinging back, that pendulum starts swinging back to where then we start, we get to a point where we're assassinating homeless people when it swings too far to the right. And somebody will say, well, because if we assassinate all the homeless people, then our homeless numbers go down. Tell me you can't see some pundit in fucking Washington saying that exact jibber-jabber. It's also a scam going on. People are leasing out homes using Zillow pages to scam people for money. Fucking terrible. God, the world is such a rotten place. Why is the world so bad? I just want the world, I just want everybody to get along. Why can't everybody get along? Oh, I know why I did this story. So Johnny's Depp, Johnny Depp's lawyers say he might waive Amber Heard's $8 million judgment now that his rep has been restored. Camille Vasquez, oh, hello there, you salty, saucy little uh, Latina minx, you. And Benjamin Chu uh, were on TV a bunch. They said Johnny feels like the weight of the world has been lifted from his shoulders. He can finally wear more scarves now. They didn't say that. Now, let me ask you this. Yeah, forget about getting along. How about something truly pie in the sky? Like, why can't everyone earn their keep? Oh, fuck. That's the trillion dollars question now i don't know if it uh, i think enough of the tertiary morons in the world would enjoy this but we're gonna see right through it but hear me out if i'm johnny depp's pr guy i'm like hey man do you really need eight million dollars and he'll say, absolutely, I do, because I spent all the fucking money before. I'll be like, all right, well, look, man, you got to give this $8 million back. But say that you're giving it back. You, you, you waive the fee because you feel redemption has been earned already. Do you know how much of a hero you're going to look like? Johnny's like, well, I really do like cocaine, though, allegedly. 
Well, you know, it's summer scarf season, and I haven't been shopping in ages. So says Johnny trying to move on. Turd trying to continue to drag him down. Kind of tells who's the abuser, right? Doesn't it? Amber Heard says that Johnny Depp and his team were setting back women's rights. The best thing I saw all weekend, let, let's see if I can find this, or, or all week was, uh, let's see, uh, Amber Heard Lawyer. Hold on, let's see. Hold on. Where is it? She she gets destroyed by Gail King because the lawyer comes up and says, "Well, Johnny Depp used his celebrity." to get this court case. And, and Gail King, who usually doesn't say shit if she's got a mouth full of it, goes, uh, well, your client's a celebrity too. And it shut her down. She was like, but how much of a hero would Johnny Depp look like if he says, this young lady, this young lady, and I had a tryst for a while. She said some awful, horrible things about me, but I am willing to forgive her and let her move on with her life and not bestow this great amount of judgment against her. I waive thee of $8 million. People are going to love him. Plus, he's going to fucking anyway sue the fucking Washington Post for about a jillion dollars. So, yeah, why is the ACLU suing Johnny Depp? Oh, Nate Burleson. Nate Burleson's a good dude. I like Nate Burleson. University of Nevada guy there. Yeah, why is the ACLU? Let me let me let me Google this here. Why is the Uh, Johnny Depp refuses to pay ACLU $86,000 after a trial. Uh, Lawyers for Johnny Depp filed a motion refusing to pay the American Civil Liberties Union. Uh, Following a successful January 1st, lawyers filed a motion. New York Times Supreme Court opposition request made by the ACLU. Respondents required excess of $86,000 in expenses associated with their court-ordered document. Oh, so this is for legal fees and stuff for, for all their shit? Hey, man, hey, look, Johnny, just just go sue the Washington Post. They're the ones that killed you the most. Amber Turd had brown skin and threw it away. That's why the ACLU is suing. 
I don't know what's next for Johnny Depp. I'm sure he's going to get some roles. I know people want to bring him back to the Pirates movies and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't know if it'll happen or not. And by the way, if you're Johnny Depp, would you go back? I mean, you're going to go back because the money's there, obviously. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. If they turn their back on me that much, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be have to be a lot of money, and it probably will be a lot of money. Now, let's see. Swoosh, you sent me this story. This is what the fuck. The Missouri Court of Appeals is ordering an insurance company, Geico to be exact, to pay a woman $5.2 million in damages after being infected with HPV during uh, the hoopty doopty time that took place in an in- insured personal vehicle. Okay, the, the woman initiated a claim with Geico after learning that she contracted the STD from a partner who knew but did not disclose his status. Since the incident in question has happened uh, in her partner's car, she argues that his liability insurance was responsible for damage. So so what they're saying is because this dude gave her the old hoopty doopty and the old hoopty itself, that now she's going to sue his insurance company. A settlement was reportedly offered to Geico, who declined... And then they write, and what we're certain is a surprise to Geico's legal team, arbitration did not go their way. The woman's partner was found liable, and the arbitrator approved an award of $5.2 million in damages. The company's appeal was denied on all points. For anyone who ever emerged from arbitration feeling that process leaves something to be desired, they say, holy shit. I read about this yesterday and immediately thought, well, insurance rates are going to go way up, and this jury and judge should be put into a wood chipper. So so because this girl, and, and, and look here, let me just say it right now. I am not going to be nice. I am not going to be nice at all. This girl that was a fucking hoe, Decides that she wants to get her swerve on in the car. Okay, honey, it takes two to tango. You said yes. Now, you're having sex with a dude. Obviously, unprotected sex with a dude. In his car, because, well, A, you're a hoe. But you didn't ask him about, hey, you got anything going on down there or or what? I mean, he didn't disclose it. Not a lot of guys are. Let, let, let me just tell you a secret on guys. Ladies, 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 listen up. If a guy has some sort of fucking fungus thing going on down there, short of the hiv, 
and AIDS. He ain't fucking going to disclose that to you unless he loves you. I'm just telling you. He he ain't going to, that is not one of those things you talk about at the bar. Well, I'm sitting here, yeah, you know, I got HPV. There goes the women. He ain't telling them that. And right when you're about to get the old hoopty in the doopty, you don't look down at him and go, hey, baby, I got HPV. Because they're going to be gone. And now they take him to court. Well, I had sex with him in the car. Oh, well, we'll get him for his car insurance. Huh? What? This case needs to be thrown the fuck out. This is insanity. Hangtown Jen's buddies making money. Wonder if they were doing the Rusty Pelican or the Dirty Sanchez. It was an arbitrator? Well, hell, deport them immediately. This Geico case is the McDonald's coffee. Yep. How, how much more can we reward stupid, irresponsible, fucking entitled behavior? I hear you. I, I, you're right. I, I look at this story, and I can get mad, and I can get pissed off, but it doesn't surprise me. I've told you guys the water death story over and over again. And I'll just allude to one thing that was used in that. They went after Nintendo. What happens is these lawyers will just throw everything up against the wall and see what sticks. And it stuck against Geico and they they won. Complete bullshit. Complete stupidity. But nobody uses fucking logic or common sense. It's not the fucking car insurance D. It's not their re- their responsibility to pay for your damn honus. By the way, what would happen if the dude didn't have car insurance? You've got to be kidding me. Really? Jesus. Let's go. Rebel Wilson is now a lesbian. All right, fantastic, great. Lost a million pounds, and now she's a fucking lesbian. Uh, that, that You know what? Hey, hon, hon, nobody liked you when you were fat. And then you lost all this weight, and everybody was like, eh, you're still fucking not funny, and we don't like you. We're going to give you some roles here and there and not the kind that you're used to getting. We're talking about movies. And that didn't work for you after you lost all the weight. So now, there you go. Become a lesbian. You should have your own daytime talk show within days. Geico should have used the Twinkie defense. Or the OJ glove defense. It did not fit. You must have quit. <laughs> so stupid. Now, these next two stories. <sighs> Oof. The, the, this first one's rough. The second one is. Second one, I'm, I'm going to hell for it. I, I'm just telling you right now, I think I'm going to end up going to hell for it. Um, 
A lesbian, gee, I can't jerk off to her anymore, I suppose, said no one ever. Who cares about your sexuality? Like, really, someone's sexuality only matters if you're trying to date them. Hey, girl, do you like dudes or not? Fucking, I'm a lesbian too now. Care about me. Okay, all right, here we go. Oh, dear Lord. The second one, I, I hope I can get through it. I just hope. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash camp. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. The story's about a 10-year-old little girl from Orlando, Florida. This happened uh, on Memorial Day at about 11.45 p.m. I don't know what a 10-year-old girl is doing up at 11.45 p.m., but I digress. Um, it seems that the 10-year-old girl's mama was involved in a fight. Now, I'm not sure which one is the mama. LaShawn Denise Rogers or Lacretia Isaac. Now, they, they got into a, a fisticuff, if you will. And uh, Miss Isaac, her daughter, who's 10, fired a gun at the woman. And it hit her. She was taken to the regional medical center and pronounced dead girl was taken into custody and placed with a local juvenile justice center. Before they took her away, she talked to the dead body and said, you shouldn't have messed with my mother. Oh, man. I mean. Hiya. Woo, daddy. That right there, you shouldn't have messed with my mother. You're goddamn right. No, no, I guess we shouldn't have. Wow. So police say that the girl's mama, mama Lucretia, uh, got into an argument that led to a fight, obviously. Uh, the mother handed her daughter a bag and contained a gun, and the girl took the gun out and fired two rounds. So there you go. The 10-year-old has been arrested along with the 31-year-old mother. Good gravy Davy. You look like you drink white Gatorade and smell like nickels. Probably do. I mean, you've been in jail for a little while. Now, now come on. At the apartments where, where this tragedy happened. And I don't know why people need to feel the need to do this. I'm here to tell you to stop. We don't need you to make memorials for everybody, okay? We know whereabouts the incident happened. I mean, so many people spend money on those candles and everything to put on the side of the road when somebody's just going to sideswipe it anyway. 
But now at the apartment complex, they've decided to put this on the sidewalk. It's first uh, backed up by a fireplace protector. It's got flowers and a cross and a candle and an empty bottle of Crown Royal Apple. Now, come on. Come on. If you're going to leave an empty bottle, make it Hennessy. Don't pretend like you're all classy and everything and like Crown Royal Apple. Mmm, yum. Sour mash with sour apples? Sign me up. Holy shit! Look at them donuts! (laughs) Those bullet holes. All right. Purple drink works there too. Oh, absolutely. If they had, if there was a package that just said the word purple on it, that would be. We should sell those. We got purple drink here at the store. Now, now everybody. Everybody, we're going to act like grown-ups here. Apple Crown is the White Claw of whiskey. <laughs> Ever had it delicious? No, I, I've never had it. Oh, my God. This is a story about missing kids. You just have to remember that. Not really kids, but, yeah, kids. Six Haitians have mysteriously vanished who were recently in Florida to participate in the Special Olympics. That's right, I said it. Six Special Olympians from Haiti are on the loose in Miami. Members of uh, Haiti's Special Olympic delegation who were competing in soccer uh, were last seen about 2.30 in the afternoon. And uh, their personal belongings are all gone. Everything's out of the room. The sheriff's office is now investigating it as a missing persons case. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's just so many places to go. Becca! Oh, my God. We did shots of it at bowling. Our friend was so drunk, at least shot of apple juice. Okay. It was the event hide and seek. Who knows? Now, stop that. Stop that. We have six... Special needed Haitians, Haitians on the streets of Miami. I, I will probably say that two have already been ganged up and have an affiliation somewhere. You can't write stories like this. You can't let the, you can't let Special Olympians go missing. And and the reason why you can't is because there's all kinds of bad people out there that make jokes about this. 
No, not us. We don't do that. We do not stoop that low at all. Not at all. Let's see. There's uh, uh, the these are the the these are the missing three of the missing kids here. Uh, Antoine Joseph Mithon. He has all three major kinds of retardation. I don't know. I I do not know that or not. Um. Uh, Nicholas Fontalus, he's 20 years old. Boy, you might be legally retarded. Now stop that. We don't know this. And then um, there's Peter Myofich Berlis, a young man who has a large hair bun. Uh-oh, retard alert. Now stop it. Retard alert. Now stop that. If anybody sees them, please, you know, see something, say something, you know, this whole thing. Now, let's get these young men home. Yeah, the streets of my I don't want the streets of Miami to have these boys yet. They're impressionable Haitian young men. Now, look, I'm sure they've been through enough of their own regular voodoo sessions that, 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 that American voodoo isn't anything, but I don't think they need to see any American voodoo. They've got enough of that in Haiti. That's right. I just claim that all Haitians do voodoo. Um, I mean, you really, you, you can't say that. Oh. Special Olympians vanishing, that cannot be good for the story. Man bun corky, all three forms. Becca! There it is. Becca! Well, that ain't it. Oh, man. We are all in communication with Walt Disney World Special Olympics and our law enforcement and federal partners. At this time, we believe this is an isolated event and do not suspect foul play. And let me just tell you real quick, I can't top that story. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, honestly, I wish I could. But, man, oh, man, that story, that's the story that you just wish for on, on certain days. Uh, and that is going to do it for us today. Well, we will be back tomorrow, same morning time, same morning channel. Uh, tomorrow, hey, look at that. Tomorrow it is Friday. Can you believe it? Friday is tomorrow. So. Did they check into a small world? <laughs> uh, so remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Uh- Atlanta in 53 And I picked up a rhythm and blues magazine laying underneath my seat And I found out the stuff they've been playing us wasn't made for grits and bone And it would take more than the crew cuts and Pat Boone to take me home I want the real thing
is outside waiting to arrest him.